Solar Wind Radio Theater and Ron's podcast present Ron Reads Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft's Selected Poetry as Night Visions. Read by Ron Schaefer, accompanied by Ron Schaefer. track. There was no hand to hold me back the night I followed the ancient track over the hill and strained to see the fields that teased my memory. This tree, that wall, I knew them well, and all the roofs and orchards fell familiarly upon my mind from a past not far behind. I knew what shadows would be cast when the late moon came up at last from back on Zaman's hill, and how the veil would shine three hours from now, when the path grew steep and high and seemed to end against the sky. I had no fear of what might rest beyond that silhouetted crest. Straight on I walked, while all the night grew pale and phosphorescent light. And wall and farmhouse gave oak load unearthly by the climbing road. There was the milestone that I knew, two miles to Dunwich. Now the view of distant spire and roofs would dawn with ten more upward paces gone. There was no hand to hold me back. That night I found the ancient track. reached the crest to see outspread a valley of the lost and dead. And over Simmons Hill, the horn of a malignant moon was born to light the weeds and vines that grew on ruined walls I never knew. The foxfire glowed in field and bog and unknown waters spewed a fog whose curling talons mocked the thought that I had ever known this spot. Too well I saw from the mad scene that my loved past had never been, nor was I now upon the trail, descending to that long dead veil. Around was fog, 
Ahead, the spray of star streams in the Milky Way. There was no hand to hold me back. That night, I found the ancient track. Nightmare Lake. There is a lake in distant Zan beyond the haunted haunts of man, where broods alone in hideous state, a spirit dead and desolate, a spirit ancient and unholy, heavy with fearsome melancholy. which from the waters, dull and dense draws, vapors cursed with pestilence. Around the banks, a mire of clay sprawl, things offensive in decay. And curious birds that reach that shore are seen by mortals nevermore. Here shines by day the searing sun on glassy waters beheld by none, and here by night pale moonbeams flow into the deeps that yawn below. The nightmares only is it told what scenes beneath those beams unfold. What scenes too old for human sight lie sunken there in endless night. For in those depths there only pace the shadows of a voiceless race. One midnight, redolent of ill, I saw that lake asleep and still, while in the lurid sky there rode a gibbous moon that glowed and glowed. I saw the stretching marshy shore and the foul things those marshes bore, lizards and snakes convulsed and dying, ravens and vampires putrefying. All these and hovering overhead, narcophagy that on them fed and as the dreadful moon climbed high, frightening the stars from out the sky, I saw the lake's dull water glow till second things appeared below. There shone unnumbered fathoms down the towers of forgotten town, the tarnished domes and mossy walls, weed tangles, spires, and empty halls, 
deserted fanes and vaults of dread, and streets of gold uncoveted. These I beheld and saw beside a horde of shapeless shadows glide. A noxious horde, which to my glance seemed moving in a hideous dance round slimy sepulchres that lay besides a never-traveled way. Straight from those tombs a heaving rose that vexed the water's dull repose, while lethal shades of upper space howl at the moon's sardonic face. Then sank the lake within its bed, sucked down to caverns of the dead. Till from the reeking, new-stripped earth curled fetid fumes of noisome birth. About the city, nigh uncovered, a monstrous Dancing shadows hovered when lo there opened with sudden stir the portal of each sepulchre. No ear may learn nor tongue may tell what nameless horror then befell. I see that lake, that moon, a grin, that city and the things within. Waking, I pray that on that shore, the nightmare lake may sink no more. outpost. When evening cools the yellow stream and shadow stalks the jungle's ways, Zimbabwe's palace flares ablaze for a great king. fears to dream. For he alone of all mankind waded the swamp that serpents shun, struggling toward the setting sun, came on the veldt that lies behind. <laughs> 
no other eyes had ventured there since eyes were lent for human sight. But there, as sunset turned to night, he found the elder secret's lair. Strange turrets rose beyond the plain, and walls and bastions spread around distant domes that foul the ground like leprous fungi after rain. A grudging moon rised up to shine past leagues where life can have no home. Impaling far off tower and dome showed each unwindowed and malign. And he who was in his boyhood ran through vine-hung ruins free from fear, trembled at what he saw, for here was no dead lord seat of man. In human shapes half seen, half guessed, Half solid and half ether spawned. Seed down from starless voids that yawned in heaven to these blank walls of pest. And void word from that pest mad zone. Amorphous hordes seethe darkly back, their dim claws laden with the rack of things that men have dreamed and known. The ancient fishers from outside were there, not tales the high priest told, or how they found the worlds of old and took what health their fancy spied. Their hidden dread-ringed outposts brood upon a million worlds of space. Abhorred by every living race, yet scatheless in their solitude. Sweating with fright, the Watcher crept back to the swamp that serpents shun. So that he lay by rise of sun, safe in the palace where he slept. None saw him leave or come at dawn, nor does his flesh bear any mark of what he met in that cursed dark. Yet from his sleep all peace has gone. When evening cools, the yellow stream and shadow stalks the jungle's ways. Zimbabwe's palace flares ablaze for a great king who fears to dream.
the rutted road. Bleak autumn mists send on their chilling load. A raven shivers as he flutters by. Through lonely pastures winds the rutted road, whose bordering elms loom bare against the sky. Those deep sunk tracks which dumbly point ahead, or traveled sands that stretch to vision's rim, wake hidden thoughts, a longing half a dread, till fancy pauses at the prospect dim. Descending shadows, Bid me haste along the ancient ruts so many knew before. A cricket mocks me with his mirthless song. I feel the path I fain would see no more. Yet here, with ox-drawn cart, each thoughtless swain his course pursued, nor left the common way. Can I, superior to the rustic train, on a brighter by roads, find the dawning day? With questing look, I scan the darkening moor. Perchance were yonder mound all blessings wait. But still the red road's resistless lure constrains my progress to the path of fate. So must I grope between the brooding trees, where those before me found the mystic night. I travel onward, past the withered leaves. But what, beyond the bend, awaits my sight? Do fairer lands than this invite my feet? Will fate on me her choicest boons bestow? What lies ahead my weary soul to greet? Why is it that I do not wish to know? circled dwelling set close to a hill where the branches are telling strange legends of ill over timbers so old that they breathe of the dead fall the vines green and cold by strange nourishment fed and no man knows the juices they suck from the depths of their dank slimy bed In the gardens are growing tall blossoms and fair, each pallid bloom throwing perfume on the air. But the afternoon sun, with its red slanting rays, makes the picture loom dun, and the curious gaze 
above the sweet scent of the blossoms rise order of numberless days. The rank grasses are waving on terrace and lawn, dim memories saving of things that have gone. The stones of the walks are encrusted and wet, and a strange spirit stalks when the red sun is set. The soul of the watcher is filled with faint pictures he fain would regret. It was in the hot June time I stood by that scene when the cold grays of noontime beat bright on the green. But I shivered with cold, groping feebly for light, as a picture unrolled in my age-spanning sight, saw the time I had been there before, flash like soldiery out of the night. city. It was golden and splendid, that city of light, a vision suspended in the deeps of the night, a region of wonder and glory whose temples were marble and white. I remember the season it dawned on my gaze. The mad time of unreason, the brain-numbing days when winter, white-sheeted and ghastly, stalks onward to torture and craze. More lovely than Zion, it shone in the sky when the beams of Orion beclouded my eye, bringing sleep that was filled with dim memories of moments obscure and gone by. Its mansions were stately, with carvings made fair, each rising sedately on terraces where. And the gardens were fragrant and bright with strange miracles blossoming there. The avenues lured me with vistas sublime. Tall archers assured me that once at a time I had wandered in rapture beneath them and basked in the halcyon climb. On the plazas were standing a sculptured array, long-bearded commanding, grave men in their day. But one stood dismantled and broken, its bearded face battered away. And that city effulgent, no mortal I saw, 
My fancy indulgent to memory's law, lingered long on the forms in the plazas, and eyed their stone features with awe. I fanned the faint ember that glowed in my mind, and strove to remember the eons behind, to rove through infinity freely, and visit the past unconfined. Then the horrible warning upon my soul sped, like the ominous morning that rises in red, and in panic I flew from the knowledge of terrors forgotten and dead. Halloween in a suburb. The steeples are white in the wild moonlight, and the trees have a silver glare. Past the chimney's high, see the vampires fly, and the harpies of upper air. That flutter and laugh and stare. For the village dead to the moon outspread never shone in the sunset's gleam, but grew out of the deep that the dead years keep, when the rivers of madness stream down the gulf to a pit of a dream. A chill wind weaves through the rows of sheaves in the meadows of that shimmer pale comes to twine where the headstones shine. And the ghouls of the churchyard wail for harvests that fly and fail. Not a breath of the strange gray gods of change that tore from the past its own can quicken this hour when a spectral power spreads sleep over the cosmic throne and looses the vast unknown. So here again, the stretch, the veil, and plain, the moon's long-forgotten saw, and the dead leap, gay in the pallid ray, sprung out of the tomb's black maw to shake all the world with awe. And all that the moon shall greet forlorn, the ugliness and the pest of the rose where thick rise the stone and brick, shall someday be with the rest and brood with the shades unblessed. Then wild in the dark, let the lemurs bark, and the leprous spires ascend, for new and old alike in the fold of horror and death are penned, the hounds of time to rend.
October. Mellow-faced, with the eyes of fairy, wistful clad in tinted leaves, see the brown October carry by the golden rose of sheaves. Oak and acorn in his garland, fruit and wineskin in his hands. Mystic pilgrim from a far land down the road to farther lands. Softly treading, gently breathing, casting spells on wood and wool, vines with purple clusters wreathing, witching boughs to red and gold, bearing sicklemen their pleasure when the harvest toil is over, and the autumn's garden treasure lies within the festive shore. Bearing dreams to all who listen as he sounds his elfin horn, where the crystal vapors glisten past the farther hills at morn. Where the sunset hovers playing on the teeming cottage yard, till the cryptic night comes straying in a mitre tall and starred. Dreams elusive and uncertain, fleeting as the dying year, glimpses from behind the curtain, have to cherish, have to fear. Memories that charm and beckon, vanished scene and vanished face. Phantoms past the worlds we reckon reaching from the wells of space. Mounting as with necromancy, welcome visions hold the sight. The gone fields assail the fancy, radiant in a golden light. Ancient lanes lead cool and bending past remembered farms and byres, where the curling smoke ascending tells of happy autumn fires. I can catch the flaming riot of the oaks and elms I know. Breathless, ruddy quiet of the sun's spectral glow. And the farmhouse chimney sweeping through the scarlet maple shade. And the gorgeous fruits of reaping by the door in order laid. Greens that red and yellow dapple, tints that match the blazing sky. Swelling pumpkins, rosy apple, clustered grapes of Tyrian dye. And behind the orchard, where the rolling meadows bide, I can see the corn shocks bleaching and the stubble stretching wide. Skies alive with southern winging, ravens perched on sheaf and stack, groves with eager trumpets ringing as the quarry flees the pack, swains with nuts and faggots plodding homeward to the twilight garth, 
soon to be cluster, warm, and nodding round their order and their hearth. Notes of village bells are soaring, peaceful in their vesper turn, as in eerie light comes pouring from the rising winter's moon. Wild above the wooden mountains, weirdly shining on the streams, yellow floods from haunted fountains, witches dancing in the beams. Half seen sights from outer distance, half heard sounds from other spheres. Beat with goblin born insistence on the spirit's eyes and ears. Thoughts half thought and yearning sober, formless as the autumn smoke. These thy gifts, obscure October, these the symbols of thy yoke. Mellow-faced with eyes of fairy, wistful clad in tinted leaves. See the brown October tarry by the golden rose of sheaves. Oak and acorn in this garland, fruit and wineskin in his hands. Mystic pilgrim from a far land down the road to farther lands. To a dreamer, I scan thy features, common white, beneath the single taper's light. Thy dark fringed lids, behind whose screen our eyes view not earth's demean. And as I look, I fain would know the paths whereon thy dream steps go. The spectral realms that thou canst see with eyes veiled from the world and me. For I have likewise gazed in sleep on things my memory scarce can keep. But from half knowing long to spy, again the scenes before thine eye. I too have known the peaks of Fuck, the vales of Gnath, where dream shapes flock. Vaults of Zin, and well I trow, why thou demandst that tapers glow. But what is this that subtly slips over thy face and bearded lips? What fear distracts thy mind and heart that drops most from thy forehead start? O visions, wake. Thine opening eyes gleam black with clouds of other skies. And as from some demoniac sight, I flee into the haunted night. Despair. O'er the midnight moorlands crying, through the cypress forests sighing, in the night wind madly flying, 
hellish forms with streaming hair and the barren branches creaking by the stagnant swamp pools speaking past the shore cliffs ever shrieking damned demons of despair once I think I half remember where the gray skies of November quenched my youth's aspiring ember lived there such a thing as bliss skies now that are dark were beaming golden azure splendid seeming till i learned it all was dreaming deadly drowsiness of dis but the stream of time swift flowing brings the torment of half knowing dimly rushing blindly going past the never trodden lee and the voyager repining sees the grisly death fires shining hears the wicked petrels whining as he helpless drifts to sea evil wings and ether beating vultures at the spirit eating things unseen forever fleeting black against the leering sky ghastly shades of bygone gladness clawing fiends of future sadness mingle in a cloud of madness ever on the soul to lie thus the living lone and sobbing in the throes of anguish throbbing with a loathsome furies throbbing night and noon of peace and rest but beyond the groans and grating of aberrant life is waiting sweet oblivion culminating all the years of fruitless quest nemesis through the cool guarded gateways of slumber past the wan mooned abysses of night i have lived o'er my lives without number i have sounded all things with my sight and i struggle and shriek ere the daybreak being driven to madness with fright I've whirled with the earth at the dawning when the sky was a vaporous flame. I have seen the dark universe yawning where the black planets roll without aim, where they roll in their horror unheard without knowledge or luster or name. I had drifted o'er the seas without ending under the sinister gray clouded skies that the many-forked lightning is rending, the jewel-deck thrown by the Nile, that resound with hysterical cries, with the moans of invisible demons that out of the green waters rise. I have plunged like a deer through the arches of the hoary primordial grove, where the oaks feel the presence that marches and stalks on where no spirit dares rove. And I flee from a thing that surrounds me and leers through dead branches above. I have stumbled by cave-riddled mountains, 
that rise barren and bleak from the plain. I have drunk of the frog-feated fountains that ooze down to the marsh and the main. And in hot cursed tarns I have seen things I care not to gaze on again. I have scanned the vast ivy-clad palace, have trod its untenanted hall, where the moon rising up from the valleys shows the tapestried things on the wall. Strange figures discordantly woven that I cannot endure to recall. I have peered from the casements in wonder at the moldering meadows around, and then the many roofed village laid under the curse of a grave girdled ground, and from rows of white urn carven marble I listened intently for sound. I have hunted the tombs of the ages. I have flown on the pinions of fear, where the smoke-belching Erebus rages, where the jokels loom snow-clad and drear, and in realms where the sun of the desert consumes, when it never can cheer. I was old when the pharaohs first mounted the jewel decked throne by the Nile. I was old in those epochs uncounted, when I, and I only, was vile, and man yet untainted and happy dwelt in bliss on the fat Arctic Isle. Oh, great was the sin of my spirit, and great is the reach of its doom. Not the pity of heaven can cheer it. Nor can respite be found in the tomb. Down the infinite eons come, beating the wings of unmerciful gloom. Through the ghoul-guarded gateways of slumber, past the wan-mooned abysses of night, I have lived o'er my lives without number, and I have sounded all things with my sight. I struggle and shriek ere the daybreak, being driven to madness with fright. The Messenger. The thing he said would come that night at three from the old churchyard on the hill below. But crouching by an oak fire's wholesome glow, I tried to tell myself it could not be. Surely I mused it was pleasantry devised by one who did not truly know the elder sign bequeathed from long ago, that sets the fumbling forms of darkness free. He had not meant it, no, but still I lit another lamp as starry Leo climbed out of the sea pump, and a staple chimed three. When the firelight faded bit by bit, then at the door, a cautious rattling came. 
the mad truth devoured me like a flame. have been listening to Night Visions, Selected Poetry by H.P. Lovecraft, read by Ron Schaefer, accompanied by Ron Schaefer. This is Solar Wind Radio Theater and Ron's podcast. <laughs>